0: Every time we arrive to speak at a conference, the same song and dance occurs.
1: What is that song and dance, Rebecca? Because I don't remember doing a dance with you anytime soon. Of course, we do live near the dance studio.
0: Yes. Is this a plug for Arthur Murray? Maybe they will give us free dance lessons. <laughs> I was hoping lessons. to
1: get something out of that.
0: Maybe we will. But that song and dance is, first, a manager from the conference comes walking into the room and says, You don't have your screen down. Is everything okay? Do you have your PowerPoint ready?
1: And then another manager comes in, usually the assistant manager or something higher than the manager, assistant general manager.
0: This one you can hear coming. We don't even have to be facing the door. You can feel those footsteps coming toward you. And this time they boldly say, where is your PowerPoint? You're starting in under five minutes.
1: As though it's a crime
0: a crime
1: to not have a powerpoint or any kind of audio visual you know what that's what makes us the best
0: that's what makes us the best but it doesn't not only the
1: best number one
0: number one can we both be number one can we share a number can an only child share a number
1: Mm. you know a lot (laughs) of people are afraid to say they're number one and they're the best at what they do but we're not, are we?
0: No, we are number 1, a big number 1. But the story's <laughs> not over because then inevitably the general manager of the hotel will always come in and say, "Hey, I hear my team may not be servicing you adequately."
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it keeps going on and, and on, on
0: and on and on it. until we make this person promise we will sign away in blood that no, we do not need I don't a power
1: you would never do blood. That's why you're I'm you're freaked out about I, blood. You, yeah. you would never do anything in blood.
0: But in a memoir, <laughs> which a podcast is similar to a memoir, you're allowed to take a little creative license.
1: Is it memoir or memoir? Memoir. Memoir.
0: Memoir. Wow. And noir.
1: Rebecca, why are you number one?
0: I am number one because I was born first.
1: <laughs> and that makes you number one?
0: Number one is in the first to arrive.
1: Why am I number one?
0: You are number one because you're the only number.
1: Oh, I see. So we're number one.
0: You're number one by default.
1: A lot of people have a problem thinking they're the best. I'm like, well, you know, I teach communication. I teach public speaking. But there's a lot of coaches out there that do it too. And they're afraid to be confident that they have the best
0: product. And not only are we the best, Keith Baird Scott, But we have zero competition. People always ask us, who are your competitors? Who are you bidding on with for projects? Who are you bidding on against?
1: Absolutely no one. Do you know
0: in the seven years of Tall Small's life, we have never once bid on a project ever?
1: Never. And we don't bid on them. And the reason we're number one is because we don't have any competition and we honor our own abilities. We believe in them.
0: Because when you do things differently and you don't feel like you have to size up or size down, tell small? Ooh. you don't have to do what other people are doing the way they're doing it, then you don't have to have competition.
1: And when you don't have competition, you compete against yourself. Every time we give a presentation, work with an individual, coach a group, we are pushing ourselves to give everything we have to empower that individual to grow.
0: And what gives us energy once we get into that room may not be what you think because there's something a little dark about what we do. Mm. We love when we have a heckler in the room. We love when you have that eye roller who sits up front and says, "What street cred do you have anyway?"
1: You do love that, don't you, Rebecca? I do. Rebecca gets all up in their face. <laughs> And said, let me tell you my, about my street cred. But those hecklers are great. You know why? Because if you don't have hecklers, it doesn't test you. Because you can get really cocky and think, man, I got this all down. You need people to push back on you.
0: And the people who push back are the same ones who later will come up to you. And you know they're being real. They're not going to lie and sugarcoat because they've already told you why should they like you. And then when they come up at the end and give us a hug and say, This has been life changing. We know they're being real.
1: Rebecca, how has your life changed since you started Tall Small?
0: Well, number one, the obvious. (laughs) I had to realize that I'm short because at five foot two, I've always felt really tall. I've always felt like I sized right up to everybody right around me. It never occurred to me.
1: I remember when we first met, you used to carry the biggest handbags (laughs) ever to the point Rebecca got one so big that it needed wheels. The travel was amazing. I've never seen anything bigger.
0: And I always chose shoes with all kinds of big platforms and heels and very similar to how you always see that big obnoxious truck pull up. And it's always the tiniest little guy who hops out of it.
1: What changed your opinion about big bags? I guess nothing because you started.